0: At long last, the Rebellion has returned. The clone conspiracy. Truth and consequences. I have returned! <laughs> After the jump. I am a Jedi. Like my father before me. Kenobi!
1: Rebellions are built on
0: hope. You are part of the Rebel Alliance and the traitor. Bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. Never tell me the odds. Well done. You're a rebel now. Hello there, rebels. Welcome to Reckless Rebellion, the podcast with enough chaotic energy to fuel a Death Star. I am your rogue leader, electrifying, force-sensitive, native to Neamos, Thomas Carter Rochester, and I'm joined by the greatest singular mind the rebellion has ever had to offer. He's my cohort, my co-captain. Master of Chaos, Pod Racing Enthusiast, King of the Hoth!
1: Decline felt Hello, how are you? How has your week been, Thomas?
0: Woo! I thought that it was Friday, and it's super-duper hot Friday. I had that
1: yesterday, but it was the opposite. I mean, doing this, like, full-time freelance thing, I'm just working every day. I'm working when there's work to do. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I was talking to someone yesterday, and I'm like, Man, I hope you have a good Tuesday. And they're like, It's Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, thanks for letting me know, because days mean nothing to me anymore. Day, nope. night, morning, evening, it it doesn't really matter. I'm awake when I need to be, and I'm
0: doing what I need to do when I need to do it. Dude, that is living the dream. I'm a little bit upset. Like, not upset, upset, but, like, I'm jelly.
1: I had a day, I, I will say, Thomas. I've been doing this now full time at the direct as well as uh, a couple other sites. Yesterday I was writing for my good friends over at mobile Go over there, check out, they do like tech and gaming and like, telecom news and stuff like that so a little bit different for me um but i was helping them out yesterday but yesterday i had a moment where i was writing stuff for them we had a nintendo direct going on so nintendo was announcing a whole bunch of stuff game boy games are on the switch now which just like hallelujah my childhood is here i was playing tetris here at my desk in like the downtime this morning and i loved every second of it Uh, but i was writing that i confirmed an interview um Or like 80% confirmed. It's not like 100%. I thought it was 100%. And now I'm like, okay, I haven't heard anything officially back, even though they kind of confirmed with me. Anyways, I confirmed a bit of an interview that is really cool yesterday. And I just, I was sitting here at my desk going like, it was the first moment I've had in this month of doing this where I was kind of like, damn, like, this is awesome. Like I, I, like I, I don't know. I just hadn't really thought about it. I've been so caught up in the everyday of just like go, 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 and rolling, rolling, rolling. And I had a big project I was doing at the direct.com that you won't really see the fruits of if you go to the website. It just it was like kind of on the back end that me and one other person were doing for the last few weeks. And I just had been going, 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 and I hadn't taken a second to really stop and think what I've actually done since I guess December twenty fourth when I uh, gave when I officially left the full-time gig. And it's just like, now it's it, yesterday was the first time I sat here and I was like, damn, like, this is awesome. And I went for a walk. Uh, Gabby came home from work yesterday, went for a walk. I was just telling her about everything. And I'm like, like, Oh my God, I am, I I'm, I'm just so happy. Like I'm, I could not be happier. I get to do this every week with you, Thomas and our rotating cast of sometimes David's here. Sometimes Jack here, Jack's here. There was talk of both of them being here today.
0: (laughs) Who'd have thunk it? They neither show up.
1: Neither of them (laughs) are here. Um, but I just I've I am so incredibly lucky and so incredibly blessed that I get to do this with you and get to hang out with the direct.com people every single day and get to every week sit down with Tom Drew and Lauren Rose, who we've had on this show, and do Controller Club. Like it's I'm feeling blessed. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling happy. We got quantum mania. In less than a week, brother. Oh my <gasps> God, I cannot wait. Date night, I've already said, next Thursday. Date yeah. night, Gabby. I got tickets. We're going to the first show, Showtime, 7 p.m. The very first one we could get into, or not we could get into, the very first one that exists in this city. We're going to get some dinner. We're going to get some beers. We're going to sit down, hang out with Jonathan Majors for a couple of hours. Oh. I cannot wait. Things are good. Things are looking up.
0: How Love we- it. I'm good, man. I'm good. We are uh, here in the, uh, I don't know, second Head week of February. Yeah. Oh, My we got excited? so much going on down here. We got a rodeo hitting.
1: Him. You usually like you are usually the one you and uh, Jack will talk about the Jacksonville Jaguars. Like I'm a football fan, but I'm I would say a closeted football fan. I don't I don't talk about it outwardly, at least in in yeah. these sort of capacities, all that much. Go Bills. Um, but I will ask you because it is, it's Sunday is the Super Bowl. Are you excited? Are you excited? We have Chiefs, we have the Eagles. You, I think, are going for the Chiefs. I'm not 100% sure, but are you? do you like Super Bowl Sunday just as a as a general thing?
0: It is my second favorite holiday of every year.
1: Holiday might be pushing it, but it is a fun day. <laughs> I do enjoy it. What, yeah. uh, what are you, do you have, have you done the grocery shop? Or like, what do you have planned? for your sunday are you going somewhere what
0: sort of snacks are you gonna be put in the oven what do we got going on all i know is we're having a, a, a small gathering here it's my dad's birthday so i'm hoping my dad can show up but we'll see do you, you have know, room maybe? there yeah we have a little bit of room so it's gonna okay. be like uh my roommate his brother his dad myself my dad hopefully dad i know you're listening to this you're a big fan of all the stuff i do i know you have like Spotify and Apple podcast downloaded on your phone right now, even though you don't even have an Apple device. No, you he have sounds it downloaded. like a Stitcher guy. <laughs> he can't even spell that. Um, Amazon podcast. He's, he, I know you're listening, Dad, wink, wink, but... uh Podbean. Yeah. My dad literally doesn't even know what a podcast is, if I'm being honest. That's why I'm saying this. like, dad, like the radio, you know? Yeah. We, I'm like, I'm on, I'm I'm does it sound like I'm on old-time radio? So I'm hoping he'll be there. But, dude, I've done no prep. Like, last year we had this idea, and we were going through with it. And then uh, someone got invited, and they ended up bringing their three kids. And I love uh. those people. But I was not prepared for children. I didn't get to see the whole game. I didn't get to hear a thing about the game. I had trouble paying attention to the game. And I was like, listen, this is like my second favorite day of the year. And I like silence in my house so I can watch football, the greatest football. Fingers crossed. The greatest football game of the year. It's what I'm hoping for. I actually am not sure if I'm pulling for the Chiefs this year. I don't know we've gone it happens every year like i'm pulling for this team and we've hit this year and i'm like oh no man jalen jalen hurts almost won me a championship like i'm kind of devoted yeah. to that man that man is really good at the, at the i football. experienced
1: i went to philadelphia for the first time this year or i guess mm-hmm. in the past year it was in like october um i experienced a philly cheesesteak for the first time i ran the rocky steps i stood at the top mm. i waved my fist in the air so go birds i've got like <laughs> That's what I'll say. I hope Philly gets to, because I've walked those streets. And now, when I saw that they got, they punched their ticket to the Super Bowl, I saw the photos of all the crazy Philadelphians hanging from the streetlights. And I'm like, I know that streetlight. Like, I've seen that. And that helps me a lot. Because to me, a lot of America is just this analogous thing. I have no idea. We talked about it on controller club this week. We're talking about the last of us. We're talking about different American cities. And like, I couldn't tell you the difference between Pittsburgh and Kansas city. Like it just America to me is this analogous thing. I've been to a couple cities, but everything else, I don't know. I it's Iceland for all I know. So I can see <laughs> Philadelphia in my brain. So that is why um, roundabout way of saying go Eagles, I guess no
0: no no you got to say fly eagles fly come on fly eagles fly i know they'd say go birds i know that's a thing that's a thing but fly eagles fly is like the uh their um their song their fight song if you will yeah now before
1: we like actually get into the star wars of it all i'll ask you one last super bowl question what is your favorite super bowl snack beer. What is just beer. Oh, okay. That's pretty uh, basic. Well, yeah, are I'm a you basic bitch. for a good like craft beer on a Super Bowl Sunday cuz to me on a Super Bowl mm. Sunday, I love me some craft beer. I can get on an IPA every once in a while. But to me on a Super Bowl Sunday, I want I want it to be like water. I want to be drinking like Bud Light, like Miller High, like High Life, wow. just like something Ooh, High Life. Okay. <laughs> yeah, All some right. Coors Banquet like just I want it to be going down like water. I want cheap. I want wings in front of me. Maybe some pizza. Maybe some. I love. I love nachos. Um, mm. Yeah. But you just Nachos like is good.
0: Nachos. So yeah.
1: I have to have chips and dip guaranteed. What kind of dip are we doing? Like the French onion kind of stuff?
0: That's good. I don't really go that way anymore. It hurts my stomach. So yeah. I'm just, you know, chips and salsa. Of, Okay. I oh, like, like a I'm, like a corn chip and salsa. Yeah, corn sip and, yeah. Chal- corn sip and corn and chalsa. <laughs> hey. Um, I like that. I'm a big fan of that. That and beer goes great together. This year, I'm not sure what beer I'm getting. I might go busy like just to keep it healthy ish. Oh, yeah. I,
1: I love but, I I love seltzers and, and yeah. that sort of thing. Although I have like this year will be weird because I don't know if I've talked about this on the show. I'm not you like, have, This isn't me making a big thing about it, but like I'm not drinking in the house at all anymore just health wise i don't know i just like i'm getting married this year i'm going to the gym i'm trying to be you know trying to be my best me so if a if i've I've, i'm not gonna just like quit booze altogether because i like it too much (laughs) (laughs) i I don't have a problem um but i thought okay like i'm not going out for dinner all that much so if i have a beer like twice a month maybe if i when i go mm-hmm. out for dinner i think that's okay and then it's just like yeah. in the house it's like got my water i'm on a tea kick lately been really enjoying that got some i uh, talked about it here the maple rooibos has yes. choice tea oh my goodness i also same same brand it's just a name brand from like a canadian grocery store but i got this week chocolate chai tea and it's it's pretty good too it's like drinking like
0: a chocolate bar rage d is out there right now going tweeting us right at this moment and her yeah, did somebody time. ask about my maple Roy tea she did
1: president's choice real canadian superstore you can get it above the border
0: any loblaws uh yeah, Man. you got to ship some stuff down to us here in the uh, analogous America, where everything's the same except Pennsylvania streetlights. It
1: just to, it just <laughs> if you show me like I don't know, it was a very silly conversation that we were having on a controller club. But were you trying to figure out how far like
0: Boston is from Detroit? Or... No, we
1: were talking. So like in the Last of Us TV show, if the latest episode, they're in Kansas City, and in the game in this at this point, they're in uh, Pittsburgh. So they just swapped those out and we were talking because it's me and a brit and an aussie and so we're all talking like does it matter that they switch these cities and all of us kind of agreed like as international people i don't know like i don't really care (laughs) like it means nothing to me i had it's not like they like switched i don't know london england for jakarta like it's it's pretty the, to me kansas city and pittsburgh at least in my brain i don't know and no hate to people of either place but they're pretty just like run-of-the-mill american cities
0: so i've not watched the latest last of us mostly because i don't want to watch it at night because i'm a scaredy little bitch straight up i'll admit it um uh and they mentioned on like monday that they're going to drop this week's episode on friday so it's- Time of recording tomorrow, yeah. So I'm like, ooh, double feature, like Saturday morning. Let's go. Have you seen episode three? Oh my god, yeah. Oh good,
1: okay. Last time I talked to you, you hadn't you hadn't seen it yet. So I'm glad that you've at least caught up there. I've
0: I've caught I caught up before the week, and I was like, I'm gonna watch it. And Greatest then, love story of our times. I, I I agree. I I my favorite line is "Let me love you the way I want to." Yeah, and I'm like, I need that in my life. I need that that type of energy and i really like the i i didn't what
1: was that? i wasn't scared until you showed up
0: Ooh, like, that's another that's a he, really get something
1: to live for i'm yeah. old i'm satisfied oh my god so good go watch it i want to be old and satisfied
0: i don't think i'll ever be either
1: you're like, oh, old you got one well,
0: you got half the equation thank you my two gray hairs <laughs> maybe are when are that popcorn thankful.
1: bag is done that you're munching on you <laughs> might be satisfied
0: it's empty calories. That's why I'm eating it. You want to drink some beer? Empty calories balances you out. Go. Uh, let's go ahead and dive into the meat, potatoes, and laser swords of this episode in the Rebel Report. <speaking in> news, 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 news. news. And we'll throw it over to Jack. Oh. I was going to say. Now, as
1: mentioned previously, <laughs> baby Jack Jack Pews is not here. So you're stuck with me doing the news. I will do my Woo! best baby Jack Jack Pews impression. Hi guys, it's Jack. Star wars is great. I tap my <laughs> t- feet. I'm a tap dancer. <laughs> um, I don't know. What does Jack say? What's his catchphrase? See it. I movies. don't know. That's uh, David. Um, anyways, uh <laughs> The Rebel Report this week, I'm getting all these stories from over on the direct.com, one of which yours truly wrote, but we will get to that in a bit. Um, Very first story, got three stories on the docket today today. Disney announces 1st ever cable television release of The Mandalorian. Uh, Gizmodo reported earlier this week that the first Disney Plus or Star Wars Disney Plus series, The Mandalorian, is set to debut off the streaming service for one night and one night only. Uh, the show will make its broadcast debut with Chapter 1, The Mandalorian, on ABC, Freeform, and FX on February 24th. At 8 p.m., the special event is occurring just ahead of the series' third season premiere on March 1st. With Lucasfilm using this event to stir up hype for the new batch of episodes. Previously, Andor uh, was the only other Disney Plus original to get a special broadcast presentation, with it having aired its first two episodes on, I think it was just FX, maybe it was ABC as well. That was over, it was, was that over the Thanksgiving weekend in like November? So we're getting Freeform, Hulu, and ABC, and FX. Okay, so this ABC, Freeform, FX, we're gonna get the very first episode of the Mandalorian, Mandalorian season three or season one, episode one. I guess a week, a few days, the twenty eighth. So like, only a couple of days before March first, which is when Mm -hmm. season three comes out. What do you think about this? I don't know. It, it, It feels weird. This is this is different. This is very different for us who have grown accustomed to the streaming world that we live in, right? So what do you think about
0: this, Thomas? I am perplexed. I don't know what this move is. Like, I don't hate it, but I don't care at the same time. Like, I don't watch TV like that. So for me, this has no effect. But when I take my personal bullshit out of the way, you know, that we have to. We have to be objective in this world. And I looked at this, this from a business strategy. I wonder what's the point? Are you trying to hook new people? Are you just I trying to
1: it? or are you trying to get the ball rolling again because it's oh. been so long since the Mandalorian? Like even though Book of Boba Fett came out last year, like I think it's been a very long time that people have not thought about thought Mandalorian of... but have thought about it in that way that like oh there's mm-hmm. new that it's, it's it's coming again. It's going to be yeah. there on my on my streaming app.
0: So it, I find it weird that it's like all of the same those channels, all three of them at the same time that's crazy to me um mostly it's crazy because i don't comprehend it like let's be fair it's not like the insane idea i just don't it doesn't make sense to me i like the idea though i wish they'd have done two episodes here like Andor. i wish they did three here i wish they did two because you get the baby yoda and it's like oh my god the reveal maybe maybe that's enough to hook people in to go streaming it over the weekend to catch back up to be ready for march 1st um, I think that's part of the the move. If they did two episodes, man, and you see Baby Yoda use the Force, you know how much that means to the future of the series as we just watched the Book of Boba Fett? Some cocaine blur about a year ago. Oh, my God. year ago today, right? Time of recording, Book of Boba Fett ended, I believe. Really? It was a cocaine bear, cocaine blur of of a wow. year. Look at us. Wow. We made it, man, a whole year ago uh so i think at the end of the day it's it's meant to be like here's this by the way oh you want to watch more disney plus they have lost how many subscribers 2.4 million in the in the last quarter yikes yeah um what what has come out in the last quarter uh nothing and or I guess Yeah, but Andor is not a Disney and Andor should not be Disney Plus. I think it should be Hulu where the adults like to go but watch here's things the thing, demographically. Here's
1: the, and and I will come in with a international perspective on this is you down in the states are the only place that has it like that. Here in Canada and for the rest of the world, Disney Plus is not just like kids stuff like Disney stuff. Like it is I can go and watch the entire aliens franchise on Disney plus right now. I can go watch uh, what did um, I'm trying to think. They've got lots of great horror movies on Disney plus like 28 days later, 28 weeks later, right now, Banshees of Inishirin is on Disney plus the, that's up for best picture. Uh, we just watched the menu on Disney plus. So like it is a much broader platform everywhere else, but America. So like to me, like and or is there it, but it, I see what you mean. Andor's not the prestige Disney Plus thing that I guess Disney to me, Disney Plus is the, it should be the, uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say, like the Applebee's of streaming platforms. Like it should appeal to everyone. It should be mass appeal is what Disney Plus is, where HBO specializes in things. And even Amazon, in a way, does specialize in some certain things. But Disney Plus is so wide appeal and Andor, is a little more narrow. It's fantastic. It is great.
0: But it is a little more narrow than the vanilla ice cream of the Mandalorian. See, I forget about that in other places because in America, you're right. We haven't, we have it. We have HBO, the menu and Banshees of Inashira Inu- in Shinuria? in, in-, 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 in- <laughs> yasha in Inishiran. Inuyasha. Actually, <laughs> Inuyasha on Disney Plus here in Canada. Are you serious? Dude! That, that's that's see that's nice that's having one centralized streaming location they have a monopoly outside the united states in the united states it's spread out everywhere i have so many motherfucking streaming oh, we have services lots too
1: it's just we do we have one less in that all the hulu content mm-hmm.
0: is wrapped into disney plus here and hbo max stuff like stuff that's on hbo max here is on disney plus there the no, menu i mean yeah Maybe. yes yeah there are instances with streaming rights, but we have our own like version
1: of hbo max called crave
0: yeah so this is
1: that where you can watch house of the dragon that's where i would watch house of the dragon that's gotcha. where i would watch like last of us right now okay yeah. cool 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 cool
0: um it sounds like that is a little bit more niche than the hbo we have which is like we own everything because we've been doing this for yes 35 yeah. years we, we don't have service. the like
1: hbo max where it is just here's all of warner's content right yeah. here's all Plus the dc some, yeah. stuff and all the harry potter and like this and this we have pieces of it but like back to the star wars of it all why yeah. i guess that the reason they're doing this is to put that taste back in the general audience's mouth Uncle John, who bought Disney Plus in 2019, yep. right? When it yeah. launched, and wow. um, watched Mandalorian on that first day, and was like, oh my gosh, I love this. And then the subscription lapsed. And this is how you bring it back in. This is how you, oh yeah, I remember liking that. I remember that taste. I remember enjoying that. Let's get it again, maybe on the new ad tier or whatever that they've just added that's cheaper. Mm-hmm and watch season three or maybe catch up with season two if they miss that and then get into season three but it's i, I understand they, they do see mando as bigger than i think just about any other property on disney plus um or oh, yeah. maybe any other property like then like mando as a character and as a brand is is massive it is mass appeal it has transcended just the the
0: walls of the star wars fandom It has. I wore a my Dallas Cowboys Grogu and Groot shirt to a friend's place and their kids were like, Grogu, Baby Yoda, Baby Yoda. And I was like, Grogu, Grogu, Groot. No, 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 that's Groot, Groot, Grogu. (laughs) So like it transcends people who are not Star Wars fans. My mom knows more about Baby Yoda. Than she does anything else to Star Wars, she's been alive for the whole entire thing. I've made her watch all these movies. She can only tell me about Baby Yoda. Doesn't know his name though, Mom. It's Gro Grogu. Sorry. Um, I like it. I like David's idea. I'm going to bring David into this for a second. Uh, box office. How, what's your opinion? Yeah, it's just to make ABC look better. I like that idea. It is. It is to boost the cable series. Give yeah, the cable I mean, yeah, and TV people. I,
1: I mean, I, I say that, but cable numbers are still like they're not what they once were. But no, I yeah. think people are still tuning into like I'm trying to even name. I can't even name like on a ABC? cable television like co- like Abbott Elementary is that ABC?
0: I don't think so. It I, think be, it I think I might be Peacock. I don't know. It's or on ABC. Hulu. It comes on Hulu. So no, well, if it was, it was on be, NBC, it it be, be Peacock. Yeah so okay, um abbott elementary, thing- but
1: i still think that people are watching that sort of thing so yeah if abbott elementary will end or i don't know blackish is that a show that was on mm-hmm. for at some point that was on big for Theory re- reruns they'll watch that and then go oh look man what's this oh mandalorian oh where do i watch the rest of this because you know they're gonna brand the hell out of this this is gonna be a Disney Plus special presentation, kind of like when ESPN, like NBA games pop up on ABC and it's like a presentation of ESPN, you know, they're going to have the Disney Plus branding and Disney Plus ads running throughout, uh, basically just like pushing people
0: towards the streaming, the streaming platform. Before we get up this subject fully, I want to ask because I do not pay attention to the internet while I'm at work, mostly because I'm standing in the sun for six and a half hours while concrete's being poured and I'm covered nice. in concrete because awesome. So have they mentioned a Mando Super Bowl trailer? I don't think so.
1: I'm trying to remember. I did a Superbowl. I did a Super Bowl article at the direct, but they've talked about the Disney trailers that we're going to see are quantum mania which might not actually be a trailer they think i i think that that's they're doing some heineken like tie-in branding so i think we will probably be something silly like that
0: oh my god give me kang drinking a heineken there's
1: talk of a marvel's trailer ah! and then there's talk to- and then there's the, the guardians
0: trailer marvel so okay yeah. i'm in yeah.
1: Yeah, but I don't Let's know go. if they're doing anything Star Wars. I don't think we're getting it for the faster,
0: baby. I'm sure um,
1: I, they, might, they They must be doing
0: something. It's on Fox this year, right? It is. Okay. So my thought process was, well, maybe they'll just be like, on ABC, The Mandalorian, February 24th. Wow. Be wow, there. That would be square. a
1: okay, Disney coming in, just swinging its big old dick around.
0: Just like, <laughs> what network are we on? Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, Come over to is, our other one. Yeah. Basically, but again, I think the Fox Sports presentations are still owned by the Fox company. That's not under Disney because they own ESPN. Yeah. So that would be interesting to see how that worked out that way. But, um, you know, I, I've been, I heard there's a rumor that one of my favorite characters might be making a comeback.
1: That is right. On to our next story. A story that I wrote over at thedirect.com, might I Ooh. add? I was having to write about solo a Star Wars story on a Monday morning. And boy, I tell you, it was a it, it had to, they had to they had to squeeze everything out of me for this one. Um, Star Wars has announced Amelia Clark, Kira's origin story is coming in a new novel. Uh, this this is from thedirect.com. Klein Felt, aka me, writes. A new Star Wars book has been unveiled focusing on Amelia Clark's solo with Star Wars story character, Kira. The young adult novel is titled Crimson Climb and will be written by longtime Star Wars author E.K. Johnston. I'm going to ask you about him. He's important, right? He's done like a few other things. She. She.
0: Oh, Ooh, no. Hold on. Give me a second. They? Uh... It might be they. I, I do believe... No, oh, right. Hey,
1: I've got to go edit a story then. Anyways, um, you should have
0: came to me, buddy.
1: <laughs> Johnson tweeted about the title, showing off the cover art for the book, saying, "I got to write you another Star Wars book, and this time we're going Crimson. Seeing as this is a YA novel, and and the given given the title, it's likely that Crimson Climb will follow Clark's character on her climb up the ranks of Crimson Dawn between the prologue of Solo. Um, and when audiences see her later in the film. So, Thomas, I want to ask you, does this excite you? Are you interested in seeing Kira's origin story? or I guess origin story, we'll call it, but it's this time between kind of when we see her and then when we don't, and then when we see her again in Solo. And I'll ask you, do you think we will see Kira again on screen? I'm going to work backwards to so yeah. where do you think my pitch if the lando series is still happening oh my god i
0: i almost i think i think she would make sense to be there that's brilliant i love that i want to marry that take because i need the calrissian chronicles every time i think of that show i just think of old lando
1: donald glover said something about like don't take it off your list like he he was like kind of wink wink nod like nod Nudge at it. So I don't know. Yeah.
0: Um, I'm very excited to see Kira again. And I'm a big fan of EK Johnston's writing. Big, big fan of their work. When it comes to the Ahsoka novel, I've not finished it. Uh mostly because I well, okay, simply because I I didn't get into that book until after all the Clone Wars things had happened and we were already like Oh man, let me put it like this: I started it this year, earlier or earlier okay. last year, twenty two. I've heard really good things about books. the Ahsoka books.
1: The Ahsoka books and the Thrawn books are the
0: two Star Wars books I hear about the most. Um, yeah, and she wrote all of the Padme. I'm sorry, they wrote all of the Padme, um, trilogy of books. So you know how much I love that. That's right there behind Thrawn in my favorite favorite book. Um. Worlds uh series in star wars i want to say because it sounds like we've not actually been given details of this story it's just us assuming that it's between yeah the prologue and there all we I got actually... was a cover and a title that's it and i think it really stayed
1: sometime in may oh
0: fuck yes oh keep giving me star wars books i need star to confirm wars.
1: that though i also went and looked at the story i did not misgender ek johnston so i
0: will i will okay. take that that's good Huzzah. So in this case, um, I think it might do, it doesn't happen very often with E.K. Johnston's work that I've recognized, but I'm, I'm having this weird feeling that it's going to be typical star Wars where I say typical star Wars, but there's a lot of times where there's a current story and a past story simultaneously happening. Yeah. Yeah. So in a lot of Thrawn books, you've got what's happening now. And then, the memories section. So you're learning more about David's flashbacks. Uh, David would love these books. Um it's very lost like every other chapter is like a flashback. In this case it could be her climb to Under Viden Dross as well as her climb after. Isn't it Dryden Voss? Yeah. Not Viden Dross. Is I say did I dyslexic yeah. myself say Viden? Yeah,
1: you did. You did it dyslexic.
0: Ooh, awkward. So yeah, Dryden Vos. Uh I totally said it the first time. Duh. Uh, I think it could be juxtaposing her climb between the two. And the last time that she's shown up in Star Wars canon so far is between Empire and Return of the Jedi. When she saves Han Solo, tries to save Han Solo from Boba Fett and the Empire. Uh, and then straight up gets in a fight with Darth Vader and doesn't die. Doesn't actually get injured, by the way. Just... Gets away kind of scot and free, mostly because Leia saves them. Long story. Anyways, then she's she's got a whole arc after that. So I'm very excited to see where it's gonna talk about because the the thing I love is Crimson Climb. She can climb to be the head. I, I, I do believe Dryden Voss was the head of the Crimson Dawn. Yeah, I
1: think he he was in or yeah, for sure he was in charge. I mean, Maul is over top of that,
0: but Exactly. So it's like how like, there's still a climb from there, and when she takes over, they go underground for a while, and then they come back around the you know empire to return of the Jedi era. So it's intriguing to see what's going to happen here. That's why I see like a double story. Are you excited for this? Will you listen to me talk about this when it comes out? I will listen to you, you talk about it. it.
1: Um, I'm interested in it. I've said it before. I mean, it kind of it gets. I don't like solo. Um, we've talked about that quite a bit, but I do think that Amelia Clark and Kira is the best part of that movie. I really like Amelia Clark as an actress. I would love to see her come back. I do like that character. So maybe this book I might enjoy, but it's, it, it will not be the first star Wars book I read. I think there are a few others on the list that I would prefer to jump into. I would love to see her come back on screen though. I think, as I said, the Lando thing would be perfect. Um, As for the release of this book, I was looking and yeah, there is no release date timing. They have no details, just the cover right now. So who knows? Probably books take a while. They have a cover. So it could be a year from now. It could be later this year. Um, Who knows? But I know that lots of, I know books like publishing and stuff takes like a long time. Like you'll be sitting on a book for two years sometimes.
0: Usually when we get a cover and an announcement, it's within six months. Okay. So this so. would be a good, I, I let's say August or something. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think, I think that would be about the latest. It comes out. It could be one of those books that holds us over between the high Republic. Cause I don't know mm-hmm. about everybody else in the book world, but like that is giving me life when it comes to like book drops. I'm, April, April, April something, I believe, is our next High Republic book drop. And I'm jonesing, bro. I need that drug in my ear. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hook it up to your veins. Well, let's talk about the High Republic a little bit, uh, Thomas, you. because clickbaity headline. Here we go Disney right. Plus's first ever Star Wars High Republic show has been revealed. I clicked on it. Uh good. Thank you. Thank you for supporting uh, small-time journalism. Um Star Wars shared an official look at the first Star Wars High Republic Disney Plus show, the animated Star Wars Young Jedi Adventures. the series will be set in the High Republic era following some new young Jedi as they learn to use the Force. Alyssa Sappier, Sapphire Sapphire uh, the senior vice president of development series and strategy for D- Disney junior, which the show is going to be a Disney plus and a Disney junior show celebrated the network's collaboration with Lucasfilm, cel- describing it as a way to introduce star Wars to a younger generation of fans. She says, quote, our collaboration with Lucasfilm on the series is an amazing opportunity to introduce this universally cherished franchise to a younger generation. As an early entry point into star Wars, we've created a series of exciting new and familiar characters and storylines that highlight the values of compassion, teamwork and friendship which are important elements for all of our disney junior programming don't know where to go from here um they posted some photos this is why it was a first look they have some photos it looks adorable it's these cute little tiny almost look like funko pop-esque little characters um and master yoda is there training them which i think is pretty cool but it is the first high republic series that we are going to get this show I don't know if you remember this, Thomas, you were very excited about it. I was At Star Wars celebration. It was announced. I don't know if that excitement is still there. Will you watch this? It's not a Disney XD show. It is a Disney Junior show. So <clears throat> they are going like five to seven year old. Probably it's probably what we're getting. But I don't well. know. What are your thoughts here? I'm just excited that we're exploring the High Republic in mediums other the books. And this is only going to be the beginning.
0: I'm very excited. I'm 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 a big big fan of anything Star Wars. Uh, I am a child. I'm I'm pretty sure I'm not older than seven on the inside. So like, <laughs> I'm totes gonna watch this. My, I'm very intrigued to see if, as a High Republic fan, if they tie in any of these other characters that uh, we know about from the books, and how that's going to go because um like there's a strong chance depending on where they are in the timeline like these characters are already dead like they're already dead by a phantom menace but like, i don't think the they're time- going to be getting in the- that and
1: getting into that in the disney junior show
0: well i mean they could branch out to later in life in another medium in another series maybe i think this, you know like i don't but- know how i don't know what sort of narrative consequences this sort of series will have I'm, you know, I love the the breakdown here. Um, we've got D. Bradley Baker back. Yeah, as, as, as always. Named Nubs or? Nubs. Nubs, mm-hmm. okay. I don't know who Nubs is. My guess would be <laughs> Nubs is the bear. Or maybe the droid. Nope, the droid is RJ83. So we've got um, Jamal Avery as Kai Star, Juliet Don Enfield as Liz Soleil. D. Bradley Baker as Nubs, Emma Berman as Nash Durango. Well, that's clearly the non-Jedi looking lady in these pictures. Jonathan Lipow as RJ eighty-three, and Peter Michael as Master Yoda. This looks fun. I am gonna watch this, and now I know exactly what I can, what I can like push on my friends that have young kids and be like, "This yeah. is Star Wars. Here's where to get here's where to get them started."
1: Right here is. The you, Spidey and friends of the world. Yes! The, like, yeah, like here is the appetizer in a couple years. Let, we'll introduce you to this thing called the new hope. And then we can like, or even clone wars and we can just, and then the ball really starts rolling. But this yeah. is the, let's just make sure that their palate is acclimatized to this wonderful world. Mm-hmm. Give them just the first little bite. I'm doing a lot of food analogies today. I'm realizing, You're um, hungry. give them a first little bite. And then we can get into once they've, you know, when you have a baby, right now I've got a little niece. She's just trying solid food for the first time, but you got to start with like the, the rice pablum and the and the and
0: the mashed up sweet potato, and then we can get to the filet mignon steak. Mm, exactly. Exactly. And I'm so happy you mentioned Spidey and his amazing friends. That is a fantastic show made for three year olds. Spidey and friends. Yeah. Are you watching yes. Spidey and friends on a Thursday night, Thomas? Spidey and his amazing friends from Disney Junior with the theme yeah. song written by fallout boy yeah it's really good Fallout boy do the theme song for that they did wow I love
1: little facts like that like one of my favorite facts I'll pull out is do you know bowling for soup mm-hmm.
0: 1984
1: the, the are... they did Phineas and Ferb and they oh. had, they had that yeah the, they had the theme song for Phineas and Ferb but they're the 1984 band who like you know that's you know with Bruce Springsteen, 19... Madonna, way before Nirvana, okay, gotcha. The, like the, it's 1980, the, yeah. 1985, but Isn't that's 1985, what 1985,
0: 1985, yeah.
1: 1984 is the book. You're right, yeah, you're right. <laughs> that's why I was like, they wrote the book, You're like for yes. stoop, and but I was yeah, like,
0: they did, they did. <laughs> and like the, you're like, they did 1985. I was like, first off, Orwell. Second off, do you mean like? Soup for the, the chicken soup for the soul books, anyways. No. We, we're back. <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome. I didn't know they did, did Phineas and Ferb. We came around. I think did Phineas you know did a Star Wars crossover at some point? They did. I did not watch Phineas and Ferb, but I saw that they did oh, a I'm Star a big, Wars crossover. I'm a big Phineas and Ferb fan. Did you know? I'm pretty sure the guitar player for Aerosmith did the intro for the animated 1996 Spider Man show. The
1: no,
0: that's x-men
1: oh, that's X Men. Yeah. oh no, Spider-Man is Spider-Man. Man, Spider-Man Radio
0: Spider Man. And with that, we're gonna take a very brief ad break. You're listening to Reckless Rebellion. this resistance. and i'm beth ann and we're she will rock you she will rock you is a bi-weekly podcast about rock history each episode we talk about an artist and their lives but we do it a little differently You see, we noticed there was a lack of ladies hosting music podcasts, so we wanted to fix it. And here we are, two badass millennial ladies talking about rock music our parents wouldn't let us listen to. As a bonus, you'll even get our beer recommendations at the end. Find
1: us wherever you listen to podcasts. And remember, don't don't do drugs. drugs.
0: We're back! (laughs) It's Harry Curry, everybody! Welcome back to the best part of this show, where we go to our client... Flagship topic! I love it. It's way better than the actual intro we have. I'm going to cut that out and use it every time. We're talking Bad Batch Season 2, Episode 7 and 8, the mid-season quote-unquote finale. Finally. Wow! But not wrong. (laughs) klein take us away sir you're running the show today buddy pardon i know
1: i'm like running the i'm the conductor on this train and we're we are going full steam ahead anyways um yeah bad batch season two episode seven and eight mid-season finale if that is like exists in streaming which right like it's it feels so weird that we got two episodes in one day it's not like we're i don't know it's not like amc where it's like oh we're gonna give you two episodes of the walking dead before it disappears for six months. It comes back later. Like this <laughs> seems very silly, Um, but they were two pretty decent episodes. We got the clone conspiracy and truth and consequences. I want to get, before we jump into the plot, Thomas, what were your spoiler free, your general thoughts? We're going to do this as a package deal. These to me were like, this was one long episode. I totally understand why they were in a perfect world. They'd be connected in a perfect world. It wouldn't even end. You just, it would be one hour-long thing. But what did you think of these two episodes?
0: Ooh. This Ooh. is the Ooh. Clone not Wars bad, hey? Season season 9 right here. This is yeah. like... Yeah. This is <laughs> Clone yep. Wars Never Ended. This yep. is Clone Wars Never Ended. We're getting the best of the best. We get... W- Literally they sh- one character shows up and I go, "Oh, a Pantorin. And then she speaks and I go, "Oh my god, it's the chick from the Ice World." Um and, and I was like, coochie. "Let's go. Yes, Senator Poochie. Um it's choochie, For a while yeah. I was I was trying to figure out like, is that the same voice actor as, as Omega? Omega? Yeah. And then she said a too. couple she said a couple words and I was like, "No, no, no." And then Omega pops up and I go, "Oh, very different lady." Uh but a lot of fun like i really felt like we were back in it we were back right right back in the swing of things on of the politics the the breakdown and i mean there was a there there's a certain point in one of these episodes that i text jack and went holy fucking shit and we'll get to that I, I'm, I'm gonna totally, go ahead i'm and say with like here, four and a half out of five Bad Batchers. I'm yeah, just gonna say that. Now. I will say that too. I think Love that it. these are
1: <laughs> these are two of the best episodes of the Bad Batch as a whole. I don't think that is saying a lot, but this these two episodes are my biggest problem with the show in that it is it is so up and down. We've talked about it for the last like couple of weeks where it's like, what are we doing? This isn't really going anywhere. This is this just fun. And which it is fun, but like these two episodes, are like okay, like give me more of this because it is just the politics, the, the the story actually moving forward. There are stakes. There's political intrigue. One of the entire episodes doesn't even feature the Bad Batch. <laughs> They're not in any of it, which is cool, I guess. So I really like these episodes as well. Um, and with that. I think we should get into the plot. We're going to start with episode seven as we should, or maybe we should start with episode eight. You know, I thought about doing a bit here. We're going to the plot. I was going to say, now let's begin. And I just watched how to train your dragon last night. And I was going to do, this is Burke. It's five miles from nowhere. And we have (laughs) dragons (laughs) that whole monologue. Anyways. um, Episode seven, follow the money it always leaves a trail, Thomas. This is the clone conspiracy. We open on Coruscant in a bar full of clones. The clones, they're wisening up to what happened on Camino, chatting about, hey, they're talking about a storm that destroyed everything. Hey, I don't think it was a storm. We're focusing on a pair of clones in this bar, and they're talking about Rampart, and that there's been a cover-up, and they've kind of sent a message to Rampart and the Senate, but They don't think they're going to hear anything, and it kind of gets a little scary. So they get up. They walk out as they're walking to their speeders, as one does. Do-do-do-do-do. These clones are walking away. We see the camera turn into a set of crosshairs, and there is somebody focusing on these two clones. We don't know who it is, some assassin, some bounty hunter of some sort, and he takes down one of the clones. I did not get his name, but the other clone, his name was Slip. Shootout mm. breaks out between slip and this bounty hunter slip jumps on his speeder heads off into traffic. Immediate thought. I think attack the clones chase sequence. Here we come. We don't get that. We get one of the camera fades and we move on to the next scene. I was so excited. I thought, yes, 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 yes. Attack the clones. But we didn't get that. We instead jump to the Senate. There's a debate going on uh, over the idea of a conscripted military. And this is, I think I'll ask you to hear Thomas as well. This is what I was thinking this show from the very beginning was going to be about, was going to get into, was this idea of what does it look like? Because we get to the Stormtroopers in Episode 4, we've moved from the clones in the prequel trilogy. How do we get there? Where does that transition happen? And this is the first kind of real, real inklings of that, the real first footsteps we are getting to that in this show. And I really dug where we're jumping to here.
0: Yeah, I wish we had more of this on a regular basis. Wish we'd gotten and it faster. I definitely wish we'd gotten it faster. I'm, I'm, you know, I've been very protective of this show, right? I try to defend it. But this week made me go, you know, even if I were 10 years old, I'd be like, yeah, like, fuck the other three episodes. Like, this is. Yeah, this is good. This is Star Wars. Yep. Um, but. I, I, I'm a fan. This was a lot of fun. This opening bit made me go, "Oh shit!" Like we're doing it. We're really doing it. And the 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 clone that got killed. His name was Cade. Cade.
1: Know, okay. Cade. How slip. I remembered Cade that. and but Slip did. coming to ABC this fall. <laughs> Sounds like like a buddy cop show. It does. Uh, but yeah, so they're debating over. The idea of a conscripted army and maybe we should phase out the clones and guess who is there big daddy bail Organa comes out uh, of the shadows and of course he's all anti-war damn hippie the way he is um but <laughs> there's the kind of a whole clones are people thing going on we meet um her name is senator chuchi chuchi to me sounds like um i don't know like a euphemism or a slang term for a butthole so i couldn't get past that the first time i heard the name Senator senator oh and god and klein
0: that, I, i'm sorry i will <laughs> never not think about that now
1: <laughs> <Choo-chee>. uh,
0: my- <laughs> that makes this meme i sent earlier even better
1: oh my chuchi hurts anyways um Jesus. and rampart is being all shifty and there's like a whole like they want to make amendments um to this bill. It's called the Defense Recruitment Bill that Rampart is putting on the table. They decide, you know what, let's table it, and the baddies do not like this. Um, Chuchi is trying to push this off and give the clones rights. Uh, Admiral Rampart is confident he can get this bill through. He gets confronted by, I forget his name, but he is the blue horny dude beside <laughs> Palpatine.
0: I did not mean for it to come out that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was thinking, I was searching for his name in my head, and you just said "blue horny dude," and I'm like, "We're rolling with it." Like, is the blue horny
1: dude? It's the way it goes. Anyways, uh, so he's confident he can get this bill through, and he says to Palpy's right hand man, he says he can take care of the senators that will disagree. Um, this blue senator who is Chuchi kind of sounds like Omega. I have in the notes, so I was on the same wave. Like, this you. Ah, uh, she goes to the clones to actually level with them and tell them, hey, guys, like, they want to get rid of you. I'm fighting for your rights because you don't have a voice in the Senate, which I'd never really thought about, but they don't. Um, and so she wants to help the clones kind of move into this next era of their life now that they're done being soldiers. One clone, um, Slip, he actually, he pulls the senator aside and tells her, guess what? You've been lied to. The <gasps> storm that destroyed Camino." was not a storm at all it was rampart oh my goodness exactly gasp. and s- gasp <gasps> intrigue and she's like what okay her world is kind of shocked because she's trying to help the clones from just a general like a a genuine i want to help people point of view and now she's like "Uh oh this is not good so Chuchi, <laughs> choochie uh confronts rampart <laughs> <laughs> giving her uh uh giving her demands for the clones telling him the amendments that she wants to make of the bill she asks rampart about the storm on camino which rampart can tell like uh-oh like something's amiss something has got out this woman knows too much so we cut away from that she leaves rampart actually bees or not bees actually is a little um I think a little more willing to listen in this moment to her than she thinks. So she leaves and gets a secure, a secure communication to go and meet someone. She goes down this dark alley. We get a lot of dark alleys in these two episodes, but this is kind of one of the first ones we get. And mm-hmm. it's Bale, baby. He is there. And everything is a little too convenient, Bale's basically saying. He's like, hey, like cloning facilities are gone. A new army really wants to be looked at. Like maybe you should dig into this hunch that you have or this little inkling that you've heard a little more from here. We get an absolute killer synth track as Rampart talks to it, this bounty hunter, um, and he is looking, the bounty hunter is looking for slip and Rampart. Oh, sorry. He's looking for he as well. So now we're kind of getting towards. I guess like the later third of the episode and we're going to get a bit of a chase scene, a bit of a, I don't know, a, some more intrigue, Thomas. Mm, intrigue. What do What do you think about where we are? What do we think about all of this? Cause this to me, mm-hmm. this is going to sound crazy. This is how you make star Wars politics. Interesting. George Lucas. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. um, This is awesome. This is very much. Like Chuchi has Chuchi. become Jesus Christ, Klein <laughs> grow up. What are we? What are we five years old laughing about Chi and Dragon Ball Z? Yeah. Um, which is what I kept thinking about every time I read it. I'm like, Chuchi is like a letter off from Chi. That's better than what
1: I was thinking about. Jesus.
0: Uh, uh, this is a PG show ish Klein. You fuck. <laughs> so genuinely love this. Chuchi is taken on the Padme role. Of giving a fuck? Yeah. You know, giving a fuck when she may or may not need to be giving a fuck. No, she could, like, politically, what she is doing is, like, is
1: suicide. Yeah. She is, well, I mean, could literally lose her life. But unless a few things happen that we find out about later on, she, from right now, as an audience member, when you're looking at her, This is like you're either going to die or you are never going to be allowed there again. Like you are going to lose your senator status.
0: Yes, I was 100 percent certain she was going to die. I was like, she dies by the end of this episode. Like there's no fucking way Mm -hmm. that she's not going to die. Did you think she was going to die or like how did you think it was going to work out for her? I did, um, especially as
1: we get into the later part of this episode, which I'll jump into now. I did think that she was going to bite the dust, but ultimately she gets saved by someone. So let's get to there. Chuchi and Slip, they meet up and Slip tells her, I can't help you. Basically, she's asking him, testify, be my evidence. You were there on Camino. He says, no, I can't. I need to get off world. It'll be my word against theirs. Someone is going to help him disappear. But right when Slip tells Chuchi of evidence, he says, you don't need me. You can get physical evidence aboard Rampart's ship. I think it's the command log um, Mm -hmm. that you need. Slip is assassinated. He is shot dead in the streets. Chuchi and her guard run. The bounty hunter hot on their tail with this sick synth track banging in the background. Uh, The guard, he gets shot. They kind of get into this factory facility. He gets shot. He goes down. And Chuchi, you are my only hope. This is it. You're all that the (laughs) Camino conspiracy everything has and she's confronted by a man a shadowy figure in some clouds hooded and you're like this is it i thought she was dead i'm like wow this is the dark ending the bad batch are probably going to come in the next episode and like solve her murder and i don't know do something zany as they've been doing in the last few weeks but it isn't it's not there. It's not this assassin, this bounty hunter. It Who is, is it? Captain Motherfucking Rex, <gasps> and he comes out and he takes down the bounty hunter. Which I will say, and one of my critiques of this episode and the following episode, none of the good guys use lethal rounds ever, never, ever, ever. It is always these little shock circles that just, <laughs> just take someone, knock him out for a second. Put him to sleep. We're not killing. We're the good guys. The bad guys use blaster bolts. Anyways, Rex Ooh. was in contact with Slip. He was going to get him off world. um, And the bounty hunter, they kind of take the bounty hunter away and open his mask up. And it's a clone. And he has no identification, no number, nothing. Whoa. So this is this is interesting. What's going on? So Chuchi and Rex, they take the bounty hunter into a I guess like a ship bay for questioning. He's still knocked out. He says it's owned by a couple of his friends. Who are those friends? I was going to ask
0: you. It's the sisters. I'm pretty sure it's the same uh, place that the sisters that Ahsoka meets.
1: Okay. That's what I'm like. I know this. I know this place. He said friends. I'm like, I should, as someone who's watched the clone wars, probably know what this is. And I could not put a finger, but when you say that, I know exactly what you're talking about. So they have the bounty hunter for questioning bounty hunter assassin. I don't really know what to call this cologne. The bounty hunter gives them absolutely nothing. He gives them an impassioned speech. He says, basically you're incapable and there's nothing you can do to stop what's going to happen. And then bites down on electric charge and just dies. And then we cut to black and that is it.
0: I got really strong Mando vibes when he's giving this speech because he ends it. He's like, who are you? He goes, I'm a believer. And it brought me all the way back to we're true believers. That's why we did what we did on Skako Minor. I don't remember the planet name, but we raised it down. And then Bill Burr shoots him in the face a couple of times. And then all hell breaks loose. That's what I thought of. And it all starts here. Like that shit, you know, long live the empire. All that shit starts now. Like, straight up and i loved this ending so fucking much because it, it, i was like this is this ain't for your children baby this is for me i this know one is it's for crazy me.
1: that like whatever like three weeks ago we were getting battle borg racing or whatever they called it and 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 ben schwartz battle is a Borgs. droid That's awesome. and then this we get like this is like I don't want to say on the level of Andor political intrigue kind of stuff but it's like close like it is way more that than it is what we've got in the last couple of weeks
0: yeah i agree and um it's it's good man i want more of this i would (laughs) i would like to see more of these characters doing these things please because
1: it's (laughs) Here's, here's our request our demands
0: i want star wars animation to be darker so much darker. I want it to be blinding when I see the light of the bad batch.
1: And speaking of the bad batch, they show up again in episode eight, which we
0: will just oh, right write into. They're, they're in their own show. That's insane. What is this? I Book know. of Boba Fett?
1: Wild. Anyways, yeah, <laughs> episode eight. This one is called The Clo oh, no Truth and Consequences. We mm-hmm. open after an episode away on the bad batch and omega they are in a ship and omega is meditating Mm -hmm. interesting because Mm -hmm. last week you talked about maybe some force sensitivity there Mm -hmm. but she says her meditation is not working like it did for gunji who we met last week the wookiee so maybe she isn't force sensitive maybe she's just playing around she looks like she's just vibing out the team they get a transmission and it's rexy baby he is there and he as a mission for the Batch. They have to go to Coruscant. They do not like this. To to the Senate, to the Empire, they're dead. They don't even exist anymore. They're gone. So they are basically going into the Hornet's Nest. But they decide to do it. It's Rex. They haven't heard from Rex in a long time. The Bad Batch, they meet up with Rex and Senator Chuchi, who we met in the last episode. Rex explains the situation, shows them the clone assassin. The team... Basically get the mission of, we got to go to Rampart Ship and steal the command log. It's the only thing we can use as evidence in the Senate to make sure that this bill does not go through. Omega says, well, I gonna go with Chuchi to the Senate, which I thought was kind of fun. She gets something to do. So she goes along with chuuchi to the Senate, learns how to play politics. We get a bit of a, I don't know if this is from your time. It's before my time. But schoolhouse rock do you remember those like old commercials Where like this is how a bill becomes law that's kind of what we get here <laughs> she's kind of like what's a senator do and Chuchi's like well when the blah 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 and the blah 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 and we represent the people and this is how and how does this become that well you see we debate here and these are the senate chambers which i thought was i don't know neat for, if i'm a younger viewer it's like oh yeah what is a senate what is a senator? I, they're explaining that here. This is a show for children, after all, even though we are just big children here on the podcast. But Chuchi and Amiga, they meet up with Bale at the Senate and explain the Bad Batch's mission mission to Senator Organa. Basically, Bale says there's someone that Chuchi should talk to, a former senator of Camino who has been disgraced. Her name is, oh my goodness, oh. Betoni? I think it's Senator Betoni. Yes, research department's on it. Okay, Senator Bertoni. I forgot to write that down. Um, so they go and they meet with the Kaminoan, and Chuchi is asking about where the cloning money go, because it looks like it had been, is it Bertoni? Did I nail it? Ha- Hallie Bertone. Bertone, okay. Bertone. So they go to meet with Senator Bertoni, and Chuchi asks her, like, what's going on? Where'd the money go? Basically, she's kind of figured out that the money was being diverted long before this supposed disaster. Mm-hmm. So it was, I like, you can't, I don't know, can't premeditate a disaster, a giant storm. And Omega gives this, I'm a clone to speech. Basically, the senator is not cooperating until Omega says, why are you doing, she asks, why are you doing this? And Omega says, I'm a clone. I want to, like, i want a better life for my people and that sort of thing and so the senator she starts to talk uh rampart was basically diverting the fund but she will not testify um they need concrete proof instead which Chuchi says they can get thomas thoughts yeah on the episode just (sighs) like
0: listen i hated this senator for so long and it's kind of the most star warsian thing to do the most Lucas, Lucasian, what is it? Lucisian. Georgie, I
1: use that word in my writing all the time.
0: Yeah, Lucasian. <clears throat> yeah, uh, it's definitely like a very thing for him to do to come in and be like, Here's this character you've kind of hated your whole life, and now uh, you kind of see why they were the way they were. And it's because she knew what was going to happen with the Republic and with the Emperor, uh, the Chancellor, excuse me. She well, knew it was all bullshit. She, like, like from the beginning. She is spent when we meet her, she's like, Yeah. All my people are
1: dead. The rest of us are scattered. Even if I was to still be a senator, I don't have anyone to represent anymore. Like, mm-hmm. we, we are not yeah. a people. Why
0: should I care? And if I'm not mistaken, it was Padme who got her, who led to her becoming disgraced, I do believe. I'm not 100% certain that darn on Natalie
1: that. Natalie Portman, I tell you.
0: <sighs> she does things to everybody. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well. Okay, uh, to your chichi,
0: um, the oh baddies. God, we, cut, we cut away from this. With the fucking of it all, she does have a bombad, bombast booty. Mm. According to that um, meme, man, prequel memes bad coming Batch, in hot today.
1: <laughs> we move over to the actual mission of it all, to the Bad Batch. They're in an imperial shipyard, and the team and Rex, they're kind of sneaking about. And they commandeer this small transport. They're hiding. They don't know what to do, and they jump on the underside of this thing. M- just bringing up my one of my biggest pet peeves in all of movies and TV is no one ever looks up. The bad guys in any movie, any TV show, never look upwards. I don't know. I, I feel like I would notice some people hanging, especially Wrecker, who's freaking out. He's just having a panic attack hanging from this thing. Going, oh, I don't know. No, I can't do heights. Oh, what do they say? They say, don't oh, look down. Good, don't look down. He, he good, don't look down. Be good, Wrecker. And he's, he's like, I am, this is me being good. Or I don't know. It's something silly like that. He um, still hasn't but,
0: gotten over. Yeah, he's not any better with getting over heights. This is him better. That's yes, Exactly. It.
1: So they commandeer this small transport and take control of it using tech's, I don't know, technology, I guess, and get up to Rampart's big ship, which is like a Star Destroyer, but also like one of those big Republic ships, um, but it's kind of in between. It's It hasn't quite become a Star Destroyer. It's like a teenage like a, of these little things. It's like, it hasn't in puberty yet, become the thing it's going to become.
0: I think it's an Imperial Star Cruiser, I think is the title for it. Yeah, but sure. it's, it's
1: it's basically just one of those big Republic ships without the red paint job.
0: Yeah. Because yeah. it isn't quite
1: the pointy pizza slice of the Star Destroyer. It's
0: it's not pizza slice. I love that. I love that so much. Let me see if I can find it. A uh, Venator Star Wars. Is it a Destroyer? It's coming up as a... Ah! It's a Star Destroyer. The Venator is a class... Of Star Mm. Destroyer. So it's basically... It's
1: big. It takes up this whole... Like... This whole docking bay. Yeah. I guess. Like, everyone there is to tend Mm -hmm. to... And serve this big ship. So the team, they climb aboard Mm. the giant-ass space thing. Ship. Destroyer. Rampart. uh, And activate the bridge to get the command log. This causes an alert... And causes all of the clone troopers, I'm assuming, yeah, these are still clone troopers, to go, what's going on? And so a firefight ensues, people come in. There's actual air support inside of this hangar, which I found very cool. Like, you don't see like internal space battles inside of a space all that much, which I think is neat. Or not space battles, but like air battles inside of a confined space, which was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And they decide, what are we going to do? We can't go out. We're going to get shot. We can't leave this room. They're also doing these stun gun things to the bad guys because good guys don't use bullets. Um, And they decide, you know what we're going to do? We're going to, quote unquote, take off. So they start the engines knocking this big starter store off of its docking kind of platform and go, okay, we'll do that, cause a distraction, and then get aboard an escape pod, and fire away which they do they get in the escape pod they all climb in and shoot off tech uses his technology again and miscalculates by 6.4 meters or something and i don't really know what he was aiming for but they get out they get away they don't no one gets shot
0: no one gets he hurt. wanted to be 6.4 inches further along but why meters i don't know because they'd be closer to their exit they still had to okay. run 6.4 meters to climb and do some shit. Yeah.
1: So but they get away, and that's awesome. They have the ship record <laughs> in their hand, the command log. Uh so we go to the Senate chamber. Chuchi, <laughs> Chuchi um Jesus. is questioning Rampart with the help of Senator Bertoni uh and or Buroni. Senator Buroni. Bertoni.
0: Bertoni, sorry. Bertoni? Bertani.
1: Bertani. Bertani. Senator Bertani and <laughs> and they pull. The big trigger. She accuses Rampart of planning the attack on Camino and that it wasn't an attack or it wasn't a storm. It was him blowing everything up. The batch finally show up to give Omega the flight records. Uh, Bironi is going, where's the evidence? Where's the evidence? Where's the evidence? And Omega gets to bail Organa with the command log and they show the video to (sighs) the Senate. This is a moment. Yeah. They show the video to the Senate. Yeah. What?
0: What's up? Before we continue, did you think that was going to happen? I did. Really? Yeah. Okay. I guess I've gotten so used to the dark side winning that I'm like, there's no way that comes out. I thought like, it was going
1: no to that- th- happen and no one was going to care.
0: Ooh, okay.
1: Because something that I really, really like in this series and Andor and anything from this time frame is you learn that, like, especially these people on Coruscant, like they're fine. they don't care mm-hmm. about the empire or they care about the empire, but they think the empire is like they're keeping us safe, right? yeah, it's like I don't want to get into like too political, but it's it's like I don't know the police the police are protective for the rich white neighborhoods, but like mm. everyone else is like these guys kind of suck mm. and okay. And that's kind of, it's kind of what like the the empire is in in these moments is it's all these like senators who are like, why wouldn't we want a conscripted army? Like the empires, like they're, these insurgents are going to come and hurt us. So they do, they show this video. It is awesome. This is like the moment. And, oh, what happened? What happened? And this causes a stir in the Senate room in this, I guess, in the Senate so much so that we've only been dealing with the emperor's blue horny guy. And Masameda.: Masameda, we see the chair come up in the center of the Senate.
0: And you just see the
1: blue horny guy for a second, and it turns. And the emperor is there as well. Pelpy, palpatine, Big Daddy Pelps is there in all of his glory and he goes you know what this was rampart's fault he did it this was a cowardly act by rampart and rampart alone but not technically alone rampart and the clones so he makes rampart take the fall palpy uses this as a catalyst he says we need to change over from a clone army because this one man all these hundreds of men in the clones they listen to him blindly Because he was giving the order. And that is why we need human conscripted soldiers. And what does he say, Thomas? How does he finish his speech?
0: It is time to welcome the era. (coughs) Sorry, that was Ivan Ooze. It is time to welcome the era of the Imperial Storm Trooper.
1: And by God, if this show has not given me chills yet, it hasn't. It did in this moment. The switch has been flicked and everyone is sitting there. And little Omega, who we look at is this silly, fun, young, just kind of the embodiment Mm. of innocence in this universe, is looking and going, wait a second. Mm. But we're the good guys. We did everything right What happened? Well, sometimes you can't win. Palpatine, I guess, was a few steps ahead of everyone. And that's what Rex explains to everybody. Mm -hmm. He said, there's nothing we can do. We, he was ahead. He has a few steps ahead of us. And I think that's really fascinating for a quote unquote kid show to get into. Is that good guys don't always win. The world is screwed up.
0: Yeah. You can tell the truth and exactly what you're trying to avoid happening is now happen because we gave him exactly what he wanted. And now,
1: not only was he a few steps ahead of you, you Omega, the bad batch, Rex and Chuchi, are directly responsible for the thing you
0: didn't want to happen. Exactly. And at this moment, you know, when, when Rampart gets taken, he's like, I was ordered. I was under order. I followed orders. I'm like, I can't believe I want Rampart to like I, I can't believe I'm at the point where I wish this fucking bill went through. Like, now the clones don't get shit. Nothing. Which is obviously what, what uh which what's his what, nuts yeah, palpy wanted. wanted. And so I'm like, wow. Once again, the Lucas Lucisian felt uh Lucisian it's so hard throwing me off the the thing happens again where we take this character that i fucking hated and then right at the very end of this episode i'm like oh he wasn't so bad after all
1: yeah like (laughs) he was a jerk but palpatine is evil
0: yeah exactly (laughs) right yeah Like so
1: we finish up the episode with the bad batch and crew kind of looking off in the sunset and saying what are like we're gonna go and what are we gonna do? And Echo turns to everyone and says, "I am going to." Well, I don't think he actually says it out right, but he's talking about how like
0: he is to oh, go on a yeah.
1: mission or, or, or they have the to go without.
0: Huh? Every yeah, every batch member is like saying goodbye, and yeah. they like they'll say a line, and Omega's like, "Well, what do you mean? That doesn't make sense. Exactly. What's going on here?" And so Echo, for some reason, I'm not exactly
1: sure why, but he decides to stay behind with Rex, and oh. we are losing echo as as a member of the bad batch which omega has really like has a lot of trouble with and shows mm-hmm. some emotional depth that uh I was happy to see for the character and she cries and it's sad and then the episode ends did you cry I did not cry okay I not I'm not, I, I I'm got not the as the verge attached on that one. to these and I'm the easiest mark for this kind of shit so like I should have been <laughs> crying but I'm just not as, as attached to these characters as you are, I will say that I think that this episode is my favorite episode of the series so far. Um, And I just, I'm blown away actually by this, especially coming off the bar had been set pretty Very low. low. yeah. And so coming off of the last few weeks and last week was a, was like a, okay, like this is interesting. I like where we're going. I, I like that. This is a different feeling. But these last two episodes are great Star Wars. And I'm happy that there was more of that in Bad Batch because we've gotten tastes of it. And it gives me hope and makes me want to keep watching this if we're going to get stuff like this.
0: Yes, I'm a huge fan of this as well. Um, they did everything that, you know, I wanted to do with this series. When it, I mean, this is on par with the premiere of season one. Like, yeah. I feel like we could have skipped the we could have season one premiere, a couple episodes in the middle of season one, the season one finale, and then a, the solitary clone, and then this. Like, we could have truncated a lot of this. We had to have time with the characters to care about certain things. And I love that Echo's leaving. Echo's going back because he it, it's been really set up to this point. I've got to go fight. Like, I need to fight. I have to fight. You don't want to. That's fine. I got to fight. We got to do more. Well, now he's going to go with Rex and he's going to help save brothers because now, I mean, they're not citizens. They're literally not citizens. That's why when we get to Kenobi. This is how we
1: get to this. Yeah, this is how we get to the homeless clone trooper in Kenobi,
0: right? Exactly. Like, this is where it starts. He served his empire. Like, he did everything. Oh, now he's too old. Well, what do we do now? Ah, we'll throw him out on the streets. Mm. Now he can't even buy food. Now sounds nobody like, wants him. because like he's real a, life. It does. Oh, fucking A in this goddamn country. Yeah, it is. It's 100% real life. And the fact that Filoni is doing this is showing us what happens. And they haven't had have this discussion. Like when you're done, what are you going to do? Chuchi asks all of them. It's like, Jeez. well, I'm going to fight. And Jesus Christ claimed in in the Sorry. tweet, in the tweet, you got to put something about like, we get our choochies blown out or some, I don't know. I can see it now. <laughs> oh my
1: God. That was, <laughs> Between the blue, I
0: the blue know, horny guy like, and like, choochie bad him. batch episode seven and eight. Don't hate. <laughs> um, hilarious. Anyways, uh, the fact that Filoni is doing this is amazing like this is this is what star wars does this is the lucasian yeah. effect here's something that it's like it's all put in these nice colors and a great coating but underneath it all is exactly what i want you to have which is the intrigue the balance what good and evil is good people trying to do good things and all it does is help the bad people out which mm-hmm. leads us to what i think is going to have to happen the bad batch you're going to stop playing by the rules and I think now they're they might
1: turn their blasters from stun to kill.
0: Well, yeah, because now they're going to be killing stormtroopers and they have no allegiance to these fuckers, mm-hmm. but they have allegiance to the brothers, to their clone brothers. So they're going to go out there and they're going to do their thing. And I feel like some clones might try and stay on, and some clones are going to say, fuck it, I'm out. Like, I'm done. We're done. I feel like most of them. No matter what, 90%, 99% of these clones, 99% of these clones are literally going to be Pollution cast
1: 99? out. What's the Pollu- last episode called? Isn't there like a final plan, 99. plan 99? Plan 99. So, do you think, and I guess now we can get into like some sort of speculation. My yes. thing with this episode, these two episodes that I find really, really interesting is I kind of thought the whole point of the Bad Batch as a series Mm -hmm. was to get to this moment. And I don't know where we go from here. Ooh, I like it. So do you think, especially because the finale, right, is Plan 99, what do you think that means? Now, knowing the context of what we have, is this like (sighs) some sort of plan? Are they going to like, it's a good question gen- um like, commit genocide like how, is there some sort of trigger in the clones that even oh, the bad wow. batch might have that is like Whoa. now turn on the brothers or turn on yourself like what
0: I I, I mean after now I'm scared because like I wasn't thinking that at all I had a really good idea but that's scary idea I'm gonna run with your scary idea and go down that rabbit hole really fast could you fucking imagine if all of a sudden they like you know b1 battle droid all the clones with a push of a button yeah like and just shut them down that'd be that'd be so dark that would be so
1: empire but it's something that with these two episodes it's something that i could see them doing and something that maybe the bad batch themselves don't have that programming maybe some of the clones like cuz i know we've we've seen some clones with um i guess Uh, they they weren't cloned right and so order 66 didn't work the like Mm -hmm. they haven't had issues so maybe those are the clones we see after this plan 99 but i could totally see the last episode ending and it being a execute order or execute plan 99 and all of them just like done just collapsing
0: so what if they have like a specific mutation in each one of these clones and it's called the 99 But they learned how to do it by creating Clone Force 99 and mixing them up the way they did. And then from there, well, no, because they were made late. You know, Omega's 10 years old. She watched all of them be made. Okay, so I don't know, man. I want to go to the happy side. Um, So now after this, I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I don't know what the Bad Batch are going to do. I assume boring side mission shit. Well, it's really hard because they don't have a... They don't have we a fucking the bad, connection. We,
1: the, we know the bad guy, is, like the the antagonist in this, is the Empire, and yes. Palpatine, and they can't win. Like yeah. that's, that's the hard part about this kind yeah. of storytelling is that you're telling it on such a grand scale, and they have now come in contact with the Empire or the Emperor, like directly, but they can't win. They can only get away. So yeah, it's it, it is it's how do you do that from a storytelling perspective now? Because we had kind of antagonists and antagonist and rampart, but now he, I feel like he's kind of off the board. It's interesting. I don't know what they're going
0: to do. You know, I, I think this is going to come to a point, you know, we have tipping point, the summit and plan 99. That's our final three episodes. I've heard these two episodes that we just watched are the best in the whole season. The last two episodes have not been seen, so it could still go up from these yeah, I two. Think
1: only fourteen episodes were given of the Correct. sixteen, so these last two have not. So I wonder what is so earth shattering in there that they weren't given out.
0: Um, I mean, I feel like if they give out the whole season, they would just people might be like, "Oh, watch only these episodes." I like there's a fear as a creator that that might happen, but also um, but press, this, this gives you the breadth. Yeah, yeah, I mean. I could see some people saying that on their personal like burner accounts looking at UKD, but everybody else is like pretty, you know, journalistic integrity. I'm worried about Crosshair now. Like he's all in. He's there for the Empire. And we see there are clones bought into the cause. So I'm intrigued to see what's going to happen. Now, the crossing, who knows? Retrieval? Sounds like, some of these sound like, just by the name, like, oh, we're now on, like, missions to save people with Rex. Like, maybe that's what we do more regularly now. Oh, we've got to go to this place and save clones because they've, you know, they're in a fight for their lives. Okay, we'll do that. Because now, like, I don't think the Bad Batch has to worry about Imperial Stormtroopers the way they have to worry about their clone brothers. Right? Imperial stormtroopers are not bred from Mandalorians. We've seen their game, okay.
1: okay? Like, we, <laughs> we know what they're
0: playing with. Man, it's a good thing they can't have kids because they can't hit that target. Um, retrieval sounds like that. Metamorphosis, who knows? Like, honestly, Metamorphosis and Retrieval are like, hmm, based on the title, I'm intrigued by both of them. Metamorphosis sounds like a changing of guard. Perhaps the bad batch is changing what they're doing. Maybe that's when Sid goes bonkers. And turns them over, those dirty, dirty that, that fucking... What is she, a Trandoshan? That dirty Trandoshan her for her? That's racist. Um, and then Pabu, I am still don't know what that is, but I'm intrigued because I always am going to think of Legend of Core. But Tipping Point now, back to the plot of the end season. That sounds like... Here's like this unrest with all these clones, right? Here's the unrest of it all. Tipping Point is... Now the clone force is pushed off and we've got all these conscripted people. maybe that's what metamorphosis is about. We start seeing more uh, more conscripted jerks coming in. So tipping point sounds like we're pushing it to the limit summit and then plan 99 I really think is saving as many clones as they possibly can. It would be crazy if plan 99 meant that they oh my God, I can't believe I thought of this. so there was a there was a pact a movement in 1942 in the United States, maybe it was 41 by a bunch of fascists to try and take over the government. They literally planned to take over the government by force. Jeb Bush, uh, right? No, Prescott Bush, George H W Bush's father, George W Bush and Jeb Bush's grandfather helped lead that party movement. And they, I don't want to use the word conscripted because they straight up fucking lied to World War One veterans about what they were trying to do and that they were going to do this, this, this and this. And they tried to overthrow the government when the World War One veterans actually found out what they were being told because they were like, yeah, they're fighting for our, our rights and like helping mm-hmm. us get aid, you know, like war veterans sounds deserve like, like need- January 6th. Yeah. Well, once the veterans found out what it was, they're like, oh, fuck you. And they just sat on the lawn. They just sat outside and were like, no. Like, that's the gist that. of it. Yeah. I think perhaps in Star Wars, the clones don't sit on the lawn and they try to go to war. Clone armies versus conscripteds. Hmm. I think maybe that's why we might be building to. Like, could you imagine? I'll, we heard it. A lot of them just want to fight. We're bred to fight. We're born to fight. We want to fight. Why not do that? The real man? Clone Wars. Fuck! Oh, that was the Dragon Sword theme. Hell yeah! I didn't mean to do that, but fucking a! Um, I think that's where we could be going. That is like that is me throwing a dart at a a tiny dart yeah. at a big ass board. I have no,
1: I have no idea where they're going here. I like, I I feel like this piece that we got in this episode with the the era of the stormtroopers and all of that. I felt like okay, this is something we were eventually leading to in the bad batch. Now that we've got it, I have no clue where this is gonna go. I thought this moment was gonna w- was going to be the bad batch moment, but we, yeah. we have so much more in this season and then maybe we have more in more down the line of following seasons or whatever
0: like I don't know if this is it for this show. I think, Klein, now's a great time because we need to wrap up soon. But I think yep. it's a great time to bring up what Jack Jack told us in the in the in the, our, our our chat today. What did he tell us? I was Or was wondering. it yesterday, maybe?
1: I don't know. No, I, it, was, it was it was NBA it, trade deadline no, day. So listen, I was it, that's it all was. I was doing.
0: No, yesterday. It was yesterday, because then mm-hmm. you repeated with, oh, I think this is also my final season. This could be the Bad Batch's final season, is what he said. Like there's rumors. Yeah, That Bad Batch season two is the final season of the Bad Batch. And after this week, and after our discussion, I mean, where else do they go? Yeah, where do they go? So now I'm looking at this entire thing with a whole new lens, because if they end everything on Plan 99, like, maybe... I mean, maybe they just straight up do kill all the clones, man.
1: But I feel like they couldn't end this series on a, such, such a-, a dour note, especially with Omega, because I feel like she's going to play into things elsewhere, somewhere, somehow, some way. But I just I don't know who.
0: She's Grogu's who mom. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah obviously it's omega grogu omega the son. wait Ooh. but isn't
1: isn't she and grogu like the same age no or no she, Grogu's, grogu's older. older than her <laughs> yeah, yeah so. maybe grogu's her dad
0: omega grogu's daughter yes Cheech. um chuchi listen listen you know, I have a thing for blue ladies, right? I know you do. And green ladies.
1: And green ladies and red ladies.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, all the colors that you need to put into all your the TV. Colors. Yeah. If, you, if um, it
1: shows up on a Microsoft
0: Paint palette, you're there. You're in. Perfect. Yes, absolutely. Um, Klein, we already said four and a half out of five bad
1: batches, right? Four and a half out of five bad batchers. That's four bad batchers and one Omega.
0: (laughs) Are we gonna have to change our rank now that uh, (laughs) uh, Echo's out? I don't know. Uh, I think they pick up another one. I that I like that because I was wondering, I was like, I feel like they're gonna start found family eating people. I feel like we're Um, gonna get like a, like a, either we're gonna get um
1: crosshairs back or i think we'll get yeah one of the like classic clones like a
0: commander cody or something tipping point crosshair loses his shit and comes back calling it calling it now okay. Okay. but uh this is the highest ranked episode of the bad batch uh it is a 9.1 on imdb Behind it is the is Aftermath, the opening and the solitary clone from this season, as well as Return to Camino from last season. That those are the highest ones, the top the top three or top four, I think now. And very good, very good episodes, very exciting. And, you know, honestly, I'm still wondering if Hera's going to show back up only because I just saw her on the photos from last season and I forgot she was in the series. <laughs> um, yeah. So there's that. But Klein, this was great. Um, let's go ahead and wrap this up, <laughs> humans and droids. Like, if you want to reach out to us, let us know what you thought of this episode, uh, double drop episode of The Bad Batch. And please tell us your your big brain high level shower thoughts where are they going where go? you think yeah where are yeah. they going what is your plan 99 uh rebel, rebel rebels what is your plan 99 rebels you can tweet at us at Reckless Rebels R-E-C-K-L-E-S-S-R-E-B-E-L-S on Twitter and head on over to Apple Podcasts and Spotify while you're there. Leave us a review while you're at it. Ask us a question. Leave some comments. Offer recommendations. We love interacting and hearing from you. We will answer all of those here, right here, on this here show that we are recording right here and now. And you are listening right here and now in the future because time is nothing but a flat circle. Whoa. Climb. Plun- <laughs> Where can everyone find you on social media? You can
1: find me everywhere at the Kleinfelt, T-H-E-K-L-E-I-N-F-E-L-T and as I've mentioned a couple times on the show already, I host a video game podcast as well called Controller Club. So head on over wherever you get your podcast Controller Club and find us over there. We're talking about HBO's The Last of Us still. Every week, doing a review. What a television series. What a TV show.
0: I, I am so happy. Uh, you can find me at TC Rochester Act. That is T C R O C H E S T E R A C T on Twitter, Instagram, uh, everywhere. Just go to linktree.com forward slash TC Rochester Act, and you can find all those social media accounts, trailers, and stuff of that nature. And while I'm thinking about it right now, Corsican of the movie that we've talked about here is now available on Prime Video. Ooh. Voodoo. YouTube, all V O D services. That's the movie you're in. That's that's a true fact. So what you can your go ahead name, out. Thomas. Are you are you are you ready for this mind blowing yeah, one? That's probably some awesome cowboy name. Tom. Oh. I know, right? Oh, do you have lines? <laughs> I had lines. Oh, did they get the lines? I didn't need the lines. Oh. I told the story with my eyes. Wow. Look at you. You're an actor yeah yeah i I do act like an actor you know what they
1: say you know what they say acting is really all about
0: reacting there we go and I'm nothing if not a great reactor uh just like ah that's a Star Trek reference isn't it Shit. no they have reactors in Star Wars right anyway oh, yeah. Doesn't... Yeah, I, don't know. I was trying to think that's of one. They but... shoot
1: the de- That's how they destroy the Death Stars. They shoot the main. Don't they shoot the main reactor?
0: Yeah, sure. I don't
1: know. <laughs> I've definitely heard the word reactor in Star Wars.
0: Yeah, me too. I'm, I was trying to like name one, and I was like, I got nothing. Like, I, I, sh- I should be a better Star Wars nerd. Yeah, we're fake um, fans. We should quit. Oh God, why PC does anyone podcast. even let us do this podcast? Um, oh yeah, because we want to. Fuck you. It's America. Well, for me, um, happy Canada Day up there, I guess. Um, so that was the promotion section, honestly, of this whole here thing. Recommendations for the audience. Klein. Oh, my goodness. I'm trying to think. I have some. Yeah,
1: go ahead. You pick. You throw some out
0: there. I watched The Menu this past weekend. Oh, yeah. We talked about that here. What a film. That what is art that's it's art lot, dude it's a lot of fun like there's a point where i'm watching this and i'm like i want all these motherfuckers to die and then there's another part where i was like no but like they didn't do anything wrong and it kind of varies on which character to aside character care aside from any
1: taylor joy who is your favorite person in the uh restaurant who was eating a meal that night oh that was eating a meal or your favorite table <sighs> All right, I so really I... liked the jerky dude bro table a lot. Like, I re- like why you know do I know you would about, right? Yeah, like three guys who. Yeah. Are like, Do you know who we work for?
0: I really like them. Um, I kind of like the food critic. I don't know what it yeah, was about the liking the good. food critic. I
1: really, I, re- I liked the food critic, but I liked the guy she was sitting across from more. Who like would say something oh my god and she would yeah. contradict it and he'd be like oh yeah 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 you're right yeah you're right like he just totally just totally agreed with her all the time i really it's a fun movie i wouldn't call it like a 10 out of 10 or anything but like it is a lot of fun it is just like
0: it's a work of know. art it it's is a fun. work of art is what i want to call it because you know art subjective and it, i had a lot of fun and there's a lot of different things My question to you, spoiler alert from the film, skip ahead 10 to 15 to 30 seconds, you know us. Was that cheeseburger made from unready beef from the slaughterhouse? Did she get infected with germs? No. You want to know where I thought it was
1: going to go? I thought there was going to be some sort of like, the fact that there wasn't cannibalism happening, I thought the burger was going to be like made of human, like the meat hanging and I like... And then we didn't get anything. I think it was just a normal burger. I think Anya Taylor Joy is
0: perfectly fine. I don't think she so, won. Man. She
1: got out. She beat. I him. don't
0: think so. I don't think so. A, you can't have loose in, you can't have loose strings hanging out. B uh it's like giving her an easy out. Like she's just gonna pass out and then die in her sleep. Instead of burning alive. Instead of burning alive. And what got me is she's eating and then she gets like a little like lazy eye and there's a audio audible like an audio cue it's like and then it cuts to black and i was like what the fuck so i rewound it six times to rewatch it because i had to know Hmm. and i was like that's where i landed and that's my kind of that's my favorite kind of movie you know what i'm saying like when it ends on something and it makes me go yeah i I gotta i gotta go top wobbling in inception yeah and people think that 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 he's like in a dream no it never wobbled in the dream not once not ever i've seen that movie and it doesn't matter it's been 13 That's a years movie. maybe that'll be so my good. recommendation go watch inception i watched uh, um i did watch something else recently now i'm trying yeah. to remember what it was it was something new to me
1: uh... i watched how to train your dragon 2 for the first time last night that was really good Oh, I really, the first one is like, I, I love the first one. And I just have never seen the first or second and third. I don't think the second was as good as the first, but I think it was still a lot of fun. And you wonder what movie I revisited on Saturday that a product of its time mm-hmm. for sure, maybe not a hundred percent. Okay. With some of the stuff that, you know, goes about and things that are said, but I rewatched the hangover over the weekend.
0: Oh my God.
1: <laughs> and there are some bits of that movie that are like, still laugh out loud hilarious
0: I love that and Mike movie. Tyson
1: when they walk in the room and Mike Tyson is there listening to Phil Collins and he's just like quiet 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 <laughs> Boom. and then he just <laughs> knocks out Zach Almanakis yeah what a great movie <laughs> I forgot that hey, Bradley there's Cooper there's a baby used to be in like, here <laughs> I forgot that Bradley Cooper used to be like a fun actor and wasn't just like in like super serious movies all the time
0: yeah man although That's... shout out to a
1: star is born great movie never saw it oh,
0: uh, just watch I the first know.
1: half hour watch until mm. up until they get gaga on the stage and he pushes her out there and okay to the end of that performance and then you can turn it off but from the beginning to that point it is like one of the best movies i've ever seen after that it's fine it's good but that like first half hour is like
0: is so good okay so just like fantastic four stick yeah Van stick exactly. Um, sentience and droids, we've reached the end of this episode. Remember, the Force is your ally and a powerful ally it is. We have spoken. Get some twin sunlight and stay hydrated. This was podcasting. Yippee!